What's going on, guys? It's Mohammed, the host of Aware Alpha. And I just want to say I'm so happy and grateful for everything that's happening in my life right now. And I'm super grateful for all you listeners. You know, it's crazy to think back a year ago, this was just an idea. You know, we were just recording the first few episodes of this podcast. And now where we are, listeners all over the world, 60% men, 40% women. And I love getting those messages, you know, on Instagram or in my emails and from people that are taking this information. And I always say, you know, I have a great voice. I, I appreciate everyone listening to this podcast for entertainment purposes, but I really, my intentions are for you guys to take something away from it and learn something from the podcast as well, because you're committing, you know, 45 minutes, an hour listening to the podcast. So one of my intentions are always to take something away from it. And as most of you guys know, are familiar that I said, and I made the decision that in this year, finishing it off in 2022, I'm going to start bringing many, many guests into the podcast, onto the podcast. And when I was starting to think about who I want to bring onto the podcast, it was interesting process for myself mentally, because, you know, uh, I have a very vast network of great individuals in my life. And, you know, the thoughts of like, oh, should I get that person with a lot of followers? Then it's going to increase my following and my listeners, you know, like the mind is such a tricky mind, you know, such a tricky place. And I start to really think about who are some people in my life that I have learned something from that, you know, I went to a workshop or I went to a meeting, I went somewhere and I learned something from this individual. So when I started to reach out to guests these last couple of weeks, I decided to bring on individuals onto the podcast that I want to ask them questions that I'm curious about, things that I want to learn from them. And today's guest, she's a very special friend and someone that I have learned from a lot, guys. She goes by the name of Jillian. And I'll give you guys a little background on her so you guys get an understanding of where she comes from and where her knowledge and what she is heavily, you know, educated on. So Jillian, she's a registered nutritionist, clinical, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this right, aridiologist and herbalist. She's the creator of the Vibrant Vixen program, a program dedicated to transforming women's hormones, the inventor of Booby Grow, and an effective holistic system for firming and growing the breasts naturally, and the creator of Full Throttle, a powerful non-jittery energy tonic that provides men with massive sexual and physical benefits. I could tell you a little about that because I have taken this myself and she has been a speaker on 102.9 K light FM CHCH Rogers TV and the live living proof Institute podcast. So Jillian, thank you for coming on to the show. It's a blessing to have you here. It's great to be here, Mohammed. I was pretty stoked when you invited me. I was like, I know you and I, when we get into conversations, it just tends to go. So happy to be here today with you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And you know, one of the first things that comes to my mind right now, as we just started this, how important do you think it is to be putting the right things in our body? If we want to live a long life, if we want to live a healthy life, if we just want to live a life where we're happy and not in pain and not in, you know, like mm. suffering. Yeah. So, I mean, it's an amazing question, Mohammed. And I think that I'm probably one of those rare individuals that likes to kind of stoke the fires of the, well, what if you didn't do anything right? And, you know, you like from a nutritional perspective, what if you eat, you know, the, you know, whatever you want all the time, heavy fatty foods, you drink alcohol, you eat chocolate, can you live this long, vibrant life? And what I would say to that is like, yes, you know, there, there are some people 
um, that can go and, and live a vibrant lifestyle for a very, very long time. Mm. Um, however, those same individuals usually have very strong genetics kind of working with them. Mm. And something that I've come to find in my iridology analysis practice, which is essentially, you know, studying the eyes to see what's going on in the body Mm. is there are vast differences in what you would call like the set constitution or the type of body type that we come into this existence with, you know, mm. and some people, they're very blessed. They actually have the kind of body where they can abuse and neglect in so many ways. And they live to be over a hundred. These, mm. these people do exist, you know, and then you have individuals where it's like they're 50 years old and they're kicking the buckets, um, you know, from a heart attack and they seem to do everything right. So there's a lot when it comes down to, you know, what does health mean for each person? And there's so many different factors. Mm. But for myself, um, I come from a nutrition background, not because I was like, I can't wait to study what food's going to do for the body. It happened because my own body went through such a massive transformation mm. um, because I, I grew up as a kid that like I did eat a lot of sugar. I was obsessed with Starbursts. I love to like snack on the cereals. So I would do like I would kill like half a box of cereal you know, a day I was a serial killer for sure. <laughs> and, um, you know, I found that very young, I was having all these issues from like, like crazy bad focus. I used to um, have a really hard time with just, you know, being present with other people. I'd, I'd go through this whole spiral of like limited thinking and, and negativity. And uh, I remember dealing with a lot of anger issues. Mm -hmm. And my big transformation happened when I was 16. And I went through this like 10 week program and it transformed my health. Mm. And it was just simple little dietary changes. And that was what really stoked my fires of curiosity of like, holy crap, you know, I mm -hmm. thought these mental issues and these physical issues were nothing to really think about. I, I actually looked at it as like, unless somebody has like a diagnosed disease, you know, you're healthy. Mm -hmm. And what I came to discover is no, we, we, we actually limit ourselves on um, experimenting with our body by mm -hmm. believing that we don't need to change anything because we don't have a health issue, quote unquote. But mm. when it comes down to it, every single client that I work with, every person that I've ever met, they can always benefit from putting better things into their body. Mm -hmm. Bar to none, every single person can benefit from it, whether you're getting nicer skin, better growing hair, better mood. Um, so this is where I would say absolutely yes. Food makes a huge difference. Mm. If you're somebody that wants to you know, see what food can do for you, I'm the person to, to talk to because I change people's lives with this stuff all the time. Mm, no, I believe it too. And guys, listen to this podcast. Like, you know, the the things that Jillian makes, or even the things that I've asked her about the right herbs to put in your body for this reason and this reason, she definitely has a vast knowledge on everything, especially what is the right thing to put into your body. And it's interesting, you're mentioning genetics. And like, you know, I can think of uh, people that I've grown up with, myself even, like, you know, where you see that uncle that's been smoking for, you know, 40 years, still just doing amazing. And you're like, mm -hmm. you know, like, this is not it's supposed to be right. But I guess yep. genetics, right? How do you how rare is that? Or is that uh, like, you know, let's say if you were to think about like 100% of the population? Oh, yeah. How, how many percentages of would you say is like, yeah. where strong genetics? Is that rare? Or is that common? It's very rare. Yeah. So um, even iridologists have been studying eyes and the changes to eyes over the last like 50 years, especially mm. in uh, Russia, Austria and Australia. They do extensive studies on like the evolution of eyes and eye types. And so um, basically, you know, you can see that a person's health can get better or worse through the eyes. And mm -hmm. and where we had, I would say 50 years ago. So, you know, pre-World War Two 
probably close to 30 to 50% of the population would have had just stronger genetics. Mm. Now we have maybe 10 percentile, oh, wow. you know, in North America, at least mm -hmm. of, the of, of the clients that I see. And I mean, I'm going to have a bit of a biased, you know, aspect because if people are coming to me for health, a mm. lot of those people, they have had health issues. So they're going to be the weaker constitutions, but oh. still just from looking at people's eyes on a day to day, it's like, yeah, five to 10% of people, I would say actually have like strong genetics. Mm. Do you think that as like, let's say like 100 years ago or 50 years ago, we had a more percentage of people that had a strong genetics. Is that having to do with our soil and our food we eat and what they have done with our foods these last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years? Does that have something to do with why we're starting to have less people that are genetically, you know, strong and yeah, I mean, there's there's a whole like myriad of, of, you know, combination of reasons, but the soil health is definitely one of the big ones, mm. um, because in the last 50 years, especially we've had soil where we used to have maybe 72 minerals in the soil. Now mm. the farmers are only putting about two to four key minerals into the soil so that mm. the lack of minerals can have a cumulative uh, effect on damaging a person's health overall, where it's like slowly over time, the person becomes more deficient and then their organ systems start to suffer and it's a long, slow kind of decline, mm -hmm. right? Um, so for the people that are like, you know, dealing with chronic health issues, it often is a little bit of a slower path up the, up the road, if you will, mm -hmm. um, but you nailed it. Soil health is definitely one of the number one things. And just like the, you think about like the culture that we live in too, like we, we had, um, you know, the, the renaissance of like TV dinners and, and families suddenly dispersing and choosing to like, you know, try to have fast food because the mom's in the workplace, you don't have someone cooking for the family. So mm. convenience it, it becomes a huge thing in this day and age that uh, people really see as a limitation to eating well. Mm. And I'm one of those people that like, I love to challenge myself, um, you know, and be like, no, you can have, you know, great food, be fast. And I've done a lot of those little experiments where it's like, how can you come up with like a two minute meal? you know, mm -hmm. and your, your food is so, so set or, oh, you're, you're on the road. What are those fast food grabs? These are things that I teach in my courses, yeah. um, that are going to give you and provide you with, like great nutrition, right. Without having to like succumb to like your sugar cravings and having all of these like really processed foods in your system. Mm. And I totally believe that. Like I come from, you know, I used to be a construction worker and worked on an oil rig, somebody that would stop at the convenience store and grab the sandwiches and a bag of chips and a Starburst and all those things to a point now these days and like, you know, for my sugar rush, I'll have a date. And so it's, I gotta believe it. it's so true. It's so easy to actually make those lifestyle changes. It's just that a lot of people, first of all, they have the stigma that it's not easy to make those changes or like eating healthy is expensive or there's a lot of these limiting beliefs. And I come from somewhere like, you know, from experience going through these phases to where I realized I'm like, Oh, wow. Like, it's not actually expensive to eat healthy. It's not harder to eat healthy. It's easier to learn how to cook at home than ordering food outside. You know, the, the 45 minutes, an hour that it takes for the food to come, you could cook a three, four recipe meal in your kitchen and in the food, you know, like by time this yes. get to your house. So I have learned from personal experience that, wow, it's easy to cook by yourself. It's easy to cook. And it's actually very therapeutic. And I'm very big on, this is something I don't know. I'm curious to actually see what your thoughts will be on this. So, I'm very, uh, very picky on getting food from, you know, like from restaurants and stuff like that, because energetically, I don't know the person that was cooking the meal they could have had. So I heard this uh, a while ago from someone that said, 
So it's like, let's say, imagine that person that's cooking my meal. They're they're dealing with some crazy things at home, divorce and all these things. And they're at work. They're pissed off. They're not even thinking about anything. And they're putting that energy into the meal that they're cooking. And if you're energetically aware of your body, when that meal comes to you, if you're aware, once again, because like for me, like I didn't used to be aware, but through fasting, meditation, and the, the time that I've taken to understand myself these days, like I would feel that meal eating it, knowing that like, man, the energy in this food is just not good. So like, so I totally believe everything you just mentioned that like at the end of the day, it's just limiting beliefs. And if we just open our minds, we can actually see that eating healthy and eating, putting the right things in our body is just, you know, it's actually less expensive. I believe. And also it's what it does for you in the long run. Right. Um, yeah, it's interesting that well, I have a question here because I can, as we were just talking, I feel like we could go into so many different topics from like the soil and eating organically on like what to put in your body. I feel like there's so many vast different topics that we could get into, but I have like, I like to get into my own curiosity, you know, and like the things that I'm curious to ask you. So as a man, you know, there's guys listening to this podcast and they're like, oh, wow, uh, full throttle. And I heard something about this and that. Like, so my question is as a man, right? If you are that guy where you feel healthy, everything is good, and the lifestyle that you're kind of um, with right now, drinking and whether what is it that you're doing? How can like first of all, how do you become aware that like, or how do you go about putting those right things in your body? Like, I feel like it's curiosity. Like, you have to be curious mm-hmm. about certain things, you know. So, like, how do you go about that? Like, how do people start? How do people start? Oh, it's always so different, right? Like, hmm. um, I know with the full throttle, like, you know, when I, when I talk about it, I share with men, I say, Hey, listen, like, do you want two to three hours more of mental and physical energy a day? Do you hmm. want to recover from your workouts faster so you can get back in the gym? Hmm. Like, are you interested in being able to build overall sexual fluids hmm. and be able to recover faster from like orgasms? Hmm. Because this is what full throttle does. So when I share these things, it's like people, there's a lot of um, men that I work with where they're, they are health conscious, but I would say more than half of them are not. And they don't try a lot of things, but I think the whole um, aspect of like, you know, a nutraceutical or a supplement or herbal supplement is really on the rise, especially with cannabis, you know, becoming so popular as well. I think people have started to embrace whatever natural medicines that are out there and, 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 and wondering like, what can this do for me? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, yeah, like a lot of men come to me because of the curiosity. Um, And I would say like just as many men also will will just say like, you know, then they've maybe had a test done where they could tell that their male androgens, which are male hormones, were a little bit like, you know, sunken or they read a study and they found out that like the sperm count in men is like one quarter of what it was 50 years ago. And that freaks Mm -hmm. them out and they want to be more fertile and they want to be more viral and they want to even, you know, just feel more like a man because, mm-hmm. you know, biochemically speaking, there's, there's all these different foods that fit the category of supporting men to feel, you know, more masculine. In other words, wanting to take action, feeling more motivated, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not just about the um, sexual prowess or, you know, um, being able to do more sets. It, it has to, a bigger picture of like, Hey, like, do you want more creative energy? Because sexual energy is creative energy. Yes. Do you want more get up and go so that you can go after getting more sales or being able to connect with more people and have more energy for that? Because mm-hmm. it's like, it can go in so many different ways. So the category of herbs that I've been obsessed with, and I've been talking about for 10 years is adaptogenic herbs. Okay. So adaptogenic herbs, they help the body cope with stress mm-hmm. uh, from a biological, chemical, uh, environmental standpoint. 
So if you can handle more stress as a human being, mm-hmm. you are going to be able to take on more in your life. Because mm-hmm. whenever we want to add some new element to our life, be it a relationship, be it a new job, be it like a second job, be it, you know, um, reading more books, these are stresses. Even working out is a stressor. Even eating well is a stressor because why? It takes more brain power. You're adjusting to a new habit, all these things. So like for me, like I love having people be in their vital state. And mm-hmm. so like full throttle is one of these blends. It's really powerful for getting men to be like, I'm in my effing power and like, look at me, take life on. And that happens relatively quickly because mm-hmm. whenever someone is, um, you know, deficient in different aspects, as soon as you give them what they really need, they will feel the difference very quickly, usually mm-hmm. within a few days. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that's been one of my big passions. And I think a lot of the reason why, I've worked with so many different men is their curiosity. And on some deep level, they understand that there has been some change in the way that men show up as men in the last 50 years oh, yeah. compared to before. Mm-hmm. No, it's so true. And, and you know, what's crazy. So it seems like everybody's taking pre-workouts or all these supplements out there, like, because as men, we are naturally, you know, we want to grow. We want to be more motivated. We want to see more manly. We want to do more. And by in nature, we're protectors, right? So it's like, we're always trying to do that. And from my experience, it seems like men are, you know, leaning towards things that are not natural, you know, things that are not good for your body and chemicals. And one of the things that I'm very fascinated with having conversations with individuals like yourself is because you bring awareness back to real food real herbs, you know, not, you know, things that are not good for your body that you can use to enhance and grow your yourself as a person, grow yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, in all these areas. And that's one of the things that I'm very fascinated with. So if, what are some of these herbs that is in that full throttle? And overall, what are these, some of these herbs that you work with uh, that you can share if someone has listened to it, that they want to get curious on what are these herbs? Yeah, please just share a couple of them and maybe even uh, talk about them uh, because like, I know people listen to this are just going to get mind blown because they probably just think it's like, they probably are just used to getting their workouts with full of a whole bunch of chemicals in it or yeah. drinking an espresso with like five shots in it. And, but like, which is, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with coffee either, but like I have found from my experience that when you put the right things in your body that your body requires, you already are just, you know, enthusiastic, charismatic, your energy is already off the roof and you're just, you're just going. And it's like, you didn't even, I didn't put anything in my body that is not food. It's all real food, real herb that comes from the ground. And this is why I am who I am. Right. So yeah, share some of those herbs and just, you know, talk about those. And cause like, even myself, I'm like, I'm curious right now. Yeah. Amazing. So it's a combination of six different herbs and uh, three of them are known as more yin tonics, mm. meaning to build more of the fluids, to nourish the adrenal glands. So to be able to recover from stressful incidences Mm. and kind of harness that when we talk about yin states, it's like harnessing the, uh, the recovery aspect, Mm. you know, getting the parasympathetic nervous system activated, which is your rest and digest. Mm. And then there's the three tonics that are more gang oriented. So more for that, like external energy, motivation, getting shit done. Um, So the six different herbs in combination are what make it up. And so it's like, you know, it's Damiana, there's Mara Plama in it, which is like a Peruvian herb um, Mm. that's used for like pushing blood flow and pushing blood circulation. Mm. You know, there's um, the stimulant properties of of Damiana, right? There's alfalfa, alfalfa having, you know, literally almost every single mineral that you could ask for, right? Mm. So this blend is is really made to be like a multi-mineral 
you know, supplements, if you will, or nutraceutical um, to be able to cover a lot of bases. You know, there's a lot of zinc in it because of some of the herbs. There's ashwagandha, there's maca, um, you know, and there's nettles and nettle root, right? So um, many of these herbs are local to Canada, but about half of them, you know, they're from other parts of the world and they've been studied for very long periods of time where we're finding that, you know, your lifespan can enhance with a couple of these herbs, right? That's been shown in, in, in different tests and everything. You know, if you're taking the right dosage, these are known in, um, in India as like Razayana, mm. Razayana tonics, which means life expanding. Mm. Um, so it is, it is, it is literally like, I, I love the word immortality formulations, right? Because it's just this whole exciting concept of, wow, like bringing kind of the God, the God figure forward within yeah. ourselves, right? To imagine for a second that, wow, we can live an even more fulfilled life. We can add more time. We can have these life expanding herbs. So mm. um, yeah, there's a lot of benefits to the whole blend. Mm. Um, but those six key herbs are currently what are making up the blend. Mm, that's amazing. I have, this is just literally coming off the top of my head. This herb, what does it do to your sperm? So as a guy, oh, yeah, 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 totally. I'm so, okay. So, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the aphrodisiac herbs, aphrodisiac is a word that means to stimulate sexual appetite, stimulate sexual desire. It often has an effect for both men and women, um, for literally building like the fluid. So for men, that's, that's the sperm, that's the semen, that's for women. It's like, you know, the liquids, the feeling wet, feeling juicy. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, this blend has aphrodisiac herbs in it. The thing is, there's a lot of aphrodisiac tonics out there for men where it's just like one key herb and it might be like Tonkat Ali, it might be Tribulus. And what happens is what I've seen with a lot of these blends is some guys will go to take it and they're like, okay, you know what? They're specifically using it for the purpose of like exploring pleasure in the bedroom. Mm. And then they take it and it's like, they feel so much yang force. They feel so much of a drive. Mm. And then it's like, they end up feeling depleted Sometimes for days after I've had, you know, accounts of men coming to me, trying these different blends. Some of them are like found on the reserve. Some of them are found at different, different stores and it just dries the men up. Mm. Right. So it's not replenishing enough. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's really important for me as just someone that looks at things from a holistic perspective. We mm. don't just want, you know, people to feel externally motivated. We, we want to be able to recover. Um, so yeah, this is like what this is made to do. Mm. And like what you just said, is like, you, you want to have natural motivation, like where it rises, you know, naturally in the sense of like, you feed your body what it requires, and then you're naturally uplifted, and you feel good. It's like not you're not taking like a pre workout to kind of, it's like, I think it's fake motivation. And then the crash is even more uh, you know, worse, <laughs> right? But with these, are, I have realized that I don't have a crash or anything like that. It's like you just naturally yeah. feel at a good vibe overall and consistently, right? Um, mm -hmm. Another question I have here is, so so for myself, I've gone, you know, weeks and weeks. And I'll go weeks and weeks and weeks of not, you know, I uh, transmuting my sexual energy to be more creative and do other things. So what happens is I'll go without, you know, let's say a couple of weeks not even having sex. And if I do have sex, you know, I keep... Uh, I will orgasm, but not ejaculate. And then one of the things that I'm very always curious about, besides uh, wanting to have babies, like what what is the other reason why I would want to keep my sperm in? And you know, like it's like let's say I go for a couple of months ooh. and I have sex, and all of a sudden it's like a massive shot, and it's like so much. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I look sexy and stuff like that. But like, really, what's the like? Why would someone want to 
keep their sperm in in the sense of like besides of course it's minerals and it's you know a lot of stuff that like if you like in in one shot of ejaculation it's like five milliliters and in that i have heard it's like protein vitamin b12 and cholesterol and fat and all those things besides losing those minerals what's another reason or what's a a reason why you would want to have like keep your sperm in yeah. Okay. Amazing. Well, so this is, this is on your end, Muhammad, because I didn't say that this is you saying that, which I yeah. love it because you're bringing up something to do with like an advanced ancient Taoist understanding mm. because the Taoists were the group of people that, you know, they're ancient, they traveled around the world. They gathered a lot of wisdom and knowledge. They mm. were nomadic mm. and they were very much concerned with longevity, immortality mm. practices, eating vegetarian having a lot of these herbs, even some of them that I mentioned, um, because they wanted to be the most violent they possibly could. And Mm -hmm. so the Taoists, they would consciously choose to, you know, refrain from ejaculating Mm -hmm. um, often as as long as they could. Sometimes um, I know in African cultures, I've spoken to to a few men who are very familiar with the practices there around like preserving um, sexual chi force and life force energy. And and they would speak about only ejaculating once a month, Mm -hmm. right? Because you men do need to have ejaculation typically because otherwise the prostate become can become backed up. It can be actually detrimental to like never ejaculate that can cause Mm -hmm. some problems in in the ducts and everything. However, there's a benefit. Yeah. Not, not, not getting off every single day. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. because uh, you know, from a, from a nutrient standpoint, I think Muhammad, I think I was the one to share this with you. Mm -hmm. It's like all this stuff that's used to make the brain feel smart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) is let go of when when you know a man releases right yeah it's wild so it's it's like it's lecithin Mm. you know it's essential fatty acids it's proteins it's lots of zinc lots of selenium lots of minerals all these things every time a guy like lets go he's losing that Mm. and and that energy is something that he needs back so a lot of these herbs that i'm using it's to replenish that replenish those things but yeah it's beneficial for men to refrain i think from the standpoint of if you want to have more willpower yeah. If you want to feel like you have um, more sense of a control over your own desires, yeah. which doesn't just translate to woman, this translates to anything that's complicated in life that's worth fighting for and struggling over. Of because course. it's like, whether you're trying to build an empire or get more done in the day, or like, you know, you have some kind of goals in mind, whatever that is unique to you, mm. name it what you want. Mm. Um, it's going to take usually some discipline, right? It's going to take some willpower. Mm. Those things are fortified by the very nutrients and, and chi force that you release when you ejaculate. So something that I've heard is accounts from just different men that I've spoken about who practice Mm. semen retention is when they like are more on the side of of refraining, Mm. they just tend to notice they're like, wow, my body smells better. My chemistry feels more balanced. I'm not as easily swayed by like my, you know, deeper desires to be distracted and go do this other thing. So there's a lot of, Men, those sound like mental cognitive benefits to me, don't they? But they also sound like real palpable, uh, measurable results in your day-to-day life where it could mean mm. more money or mm. it could mean more success, where it could mean that you're seen as more attractive to women because women can sense that there's more of a strength in you mm. because you're choosing something beyond just your own, you know, selfish, immediate desires. You're choosing to withhold and have a sense of control around certain things. And that's hot, right? So there's, there's that as well. Mm-hmm. I, I have so many questions that are coming on my head. Like, so I want to <laughs> go back to, so you, uh, holding your semen, not actually ejaculating. So this is, I'm, I'm actually like, uh, I'm curious because you said that if 
So I was, I had this question for someone else a couple of weeks ago. So I'll go weeks and weeks and weeks of now ejaculating. And now what I realized was I was like, okay, cause I had read some stuff where it's not good for your prostate or something like that. Yeah. And so, and then I was like, but in your through my dreams from my own experience last couple of years, if I don't, if I go you know way long of not ejaculating and self-control and not giving to my sexual urges, I noticed that naturally through wet dreams, I will have releases. So really, I'm like, I like my thought is that like, I guess it's, it's, it's not, it's okay to just keep your semen for as long as you want, because naturally, it's going to release when the time comes through a dream. So what's your thoughts on that in the sense of like, you said your prostate, and it's not good to ejaculate. But I'm like, you can't, you, it's kind of impossible to go. No, I said, the, no, I said, it is actually good for men to ejaculate, oh. because they need to be able to release and that helps the prostate. But overly overly ejaculating is is draining the prostate of its health as well so it's like there's okay. there's a middle ground right so mm-hmm. um yeah sorry back to your question just wanted to like infer that yeah no so i was like pretty much i'm like okay so i can just go not ejaculate at all and just hold this for as long as that i want and then naturally the through my dreams i will release sometimes so it's like, I don't think this is going to hurt my prostate if I just hold it in for as long as that I want. If I go into that, like, uh, I think you mentioned the, the Taoist, like, so I think I read something about that in a sense of like, especially if you're above your thirties, if you're ejaculating on a weekly basis, like you're going to be just a frugal, like it's, you're, you're, you're taking all those minerals out of your body. But if you go maybe yeah. once every couple of months, like I, I don't know if as I do with longevity, but I feel like by keeping that life force in me, I will live a longer life and much more flourish life in the sense of like, you know, there's a lot of men right. that are 90, but yet their brain is not working. Like I want to be 90 is still yep. jogging and my mm-hmm. mind and brain is still functioning. And I feel like something to kind of help me with that, of course, is other things is definitely to learn to control the semen inside me at a young age and to learn to preserve this over a long period of time so I can be that 90-year-old old man with like great <laughs> eyes and like my skin my is nice and all those things, right? I don't know. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that or just, you know, I mean, that's how I think or I'm processing a lot of inf- this type of information and that's what I believe type of thing, right? Well, yeah, Mohammed, like you're on the right path. Like I think as far as like your vision for yourself, I think that's really great that you're creating it now and just saying, hey, like, you're putting in those practices now. So then later down the road, it's like, yeah, you'll be that super virile man. And there's actually a lot of stories and legends too. I've, I've heard different ones from my one friend who's um, from Africa and he talks about how like, you know, you have these like very old men that are like extremely strong and viral, virile and women still want them and all these things. And yeah. yeah, I mean, there's definitely tons of benefits to semen retention. I mean, it's not to say like, you don't want to like the whole, the whole, the whole interesting thing about having these kinds of conversations is for some people especially if there's been some sort of ingrained like catholic or christian traditions mm-hmm. is there's already a little bit of like deeply held shame yeah. right around the sexuality where like i try to just like walk uh, a little bit of a tightrope in this conversation so as to not to like create a sense of shame or like oh you're gonna be like less sexually pure and like <laughs> less enlightened you know if you ejaculate more often these kinds of things right it's like you are where you're at and just to have it as you know a thought that hey maybe I'm going to practice a period of experimentation and mm. refraining from ejaculating and for some men two days could look like a lot three yeah. days could look like a lot right yeah. maybe a week is more reasonable for others maybe a month is doable for some men no problem like everyone's kind of at their own space in that journey um Mm -hmm. but i mean it definitely brings a lot of awareness and uh you find out a lot about yourself 
and mm-hmm. how your body works and how your brain works when you start to put these kind of challenges in in place and say hmm what would happen to me if i started to practice this so mm-hmm. i'm a big promoter of experimentation yeah. you know seeing seeing what things do mm-hmm. um and i would highly recommend any guy that really wants to take his whole sexual virility you know embodiment work to another level to definitely step into that world mm-hmm. and to me i see it as definitely more on the advanced side of things i'm a herbalist by trade i study plant medicine um i love being able to help men have that more so my clientele ranged from people like yourself who have been doing these practices from a young age to men that have no clue and have never heard of that and would say why the hell would i ever want to refrain so um i you know you're a perfect person to serve as kind of an uh, an intermediary and ex- and explore and explain to men from mm-hmm. a man's perspective what does this do because yeah. i have the perspective from a holistic and nutritional perspective from mm-hmm. a woman though i'm a woman i don't i don't have the same you know things going on of so course. yeah no. you're a great you're a great person to talk to about that no that's true and i love like what you just shared it's so true like at the end of the day like I still get mind blown about like having conversations with 45 year old men that watch porn every day. And I still came like, wow, every day, like that's crazy. Right. So yeah. it's interesting where I am at and also being careful on sharing this information and understanding that a lot of the listeners could be at different stages. And yeah, it's interesting. And also the, about the topic of, you know, guilt, shame and all those things. So if these conversations that you listen to the podcast, this podcast especially if it brings up shame guilt and you're triggered in those senses that's also a totally different topic of doing that inner work and realizing like understanding and kind of asking yourself and paying attention to that shame and guilt that's coming up and kind of you know asking yourself why am i feeling shame and guilt towards an educational podcast right now about how to become your most aware self (laughs) so that's a whole different that's a whole different topic and that's that's to do with a whole bunch of other stuff right which of course i can dive deeper on a different topic or a different time Uh, but the question that comes to my mind right now though is like I'm very curious. So, and I, I know I'm sure the women audience in my, uh, the podcast right now, like, when are you going to ask her about the booby girl? Like you said something about booby girl. Like, oh, I'm curious. So tell me a little about that. The program that you have, it's we're helping women with their breast and like what motivated you to get into that. And yeah, I'm very curious to hear on that. Yeah. So back in uh, 2009, I was exposed to like a whole bunch of supplements and there was a line of European products that okay. these women used to come in for and they were like, yeah, like, you know, this, this product got me like a cup bigger and da, 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 da. And they started hearing about this. And then I started researching into all the different plants that were in it. And I found out, I was like, oh, like this formulation is actually really not the healthiest for a person. It has too many fillers and binders. Some of the herbs that they were using um, at the time, they just had too much um, hybridized gluten sources. Okay. So I was, so at the time that was when like gluten was like the enemy too. It was when people were like very gluten conscious and all these cookbooks came out about it. Uh, so I started researching into it and then I put the, um, I put the knowledge into practice when I was finishing um, a fitness model competition. So back in 2014, um, I, I went through the whole process of like, you know, entering into a fitness model competition where, 
you know, you, you get muscular, you lose a bunch of weight, you go on stage, you have to get your body fat percentage to a certain, you know, amount. And mm-hmm. so I was exploring in that world for a little bit. And I went and I lost like almost all my breast size. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of women who just have weight loss happen. They often will go through that experience as well. Mm-hmm. And it prompted me to start experimenting on myself and my friends. So over a period of about a year and a half, I experimented on like seven different people. Mm-hmm. And I was able to systematically grow each person's breasts by like minimum of cups size and then I basically turned it into a program years later and I included in it it's it's herbs it's an ebook with massage techniques with uh, food guidelines and with breathing postures as well to Mm -hmm. be able to essentially have minimum one cup size of growth or partial money back guarantee and that happens within four months sometimes sooner for some woman one girl uh, just came on we just did a podcast together actually a couple weeks ago uh, Reva Wild and she does embodiment sensuality work and so for herself she wanted to just do it because she's always been like a smaller cup size. Mm. She started taking the product two months in, she got a cup size larger already, which mm. is amazing. Uh, and then I have a lot of women who, you know, it's like post-pregnancy or, you know, they've, they've been breastfeeding, they lose the firmness, they lose the size. Um, I have women that have had breast implants that mm. found that that was like a terrible decision later on. And they suffered a lot of like thyroid and metabolic consequences. Mm. Um, so they'll start taking the program. So yeah, so this is like an invention of my own. Um, and I, and I chose like, it, it was so extensive, the research Muhammad, like I can't even begin to tell you how much like has gone into that program. There's a lot of, there's a lot of detail work that I've done. <laughs> I know when we were <laughs> talking, what it is. Yeah. I know, when, I know when we were talking the last couple of months there, like when you were working on that program, maybe last year, like I, I can just imagine you were actually doing some very deep work and research on that. So like, I imagine there's so many benefits to it. And one of the thoughts that comes to my mind right now is because we started this conversation with uh, herbs and now it can help men. So in this program now, that's for, you know, helping women. And I'm curious, is there like, you know, herbs and cause I'm just, I'm just trying to think of the, the ladies that are listening to the podcast right now. And they got curious about herbs for men. And now they're like, okay, is there something for women? Like, and in, and in this program, so is there, what's in this program you work with them and then like, is there herbs that you provide for them? And then also kind of dive deep on some of these benefits for, of these herbs for a, a, a female. And if she wants to take them and how this could benefit her. Yeah, totally. I mean, so the, the bigger picture of it is to first understand why in the first place would some women grow more breast size than other women. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us, we come down to, Oh, it's genetics. It's totally set. Well, that's not the whole truth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Genetically, some women are predisposed, predisposed to having more, fat, you know, deposits in the breasts, others in the glutes or the hips or the stomach, whatever, whatever, you know, everyone's a little different in that realm. However, um, there's certain key hormones that sometimes are not stimulated Mm. um, from the time of puberty that Mm. can then have a lasting impact into adolescence where a woman doesn't ever fully grow her breasts. And I'll tell you a couple of those reasons. They're really simple, actually. So there's one key hormone called LH hormone or luteinizing hormone. If women are either under eating, Mm. have an eating disorder, or just don't eat enough fat or protein, Mm. or under a lot of stress, they're not surging this hormone in the way that it would be. So Mm. a woman could be, for example, going through her puberty, she could get the breast size that she wants. And then maybe like in her 20s or 30s, a major stressful event happens, or she has, you know, under eating an eating disorder, or, um, you know, just a lot of chaos in her life. 
And then the breasts don't have as much density. They're not as firm. They're not as large, et cetera, et cetera. So like booby grow essentially is working to fill in some of those gaps. Mm. It's looking to build up LH hormone. It's looking to also um, re-navigate the levels of estrogen in the mm. system. And that's a big conversation because for some women, they say, oh, I'm worried about my hormones. I already have excess estrogen. Some mm. of the herbs in this, they're actually used to get rid of excess estrogen levels. So mm. there's a there's few things that I get into one-on-one, especially if women have had like a history of fibroid cysts or they've had endometriosis or estrogen dominance disorders. This is where we can get a little bit more detailed. But mm. essentially the the whole bones of the program, the bulk of it is that, you know, you're you're looking to stimulate and insert into the gaps in which your breasts may not be stimulated to grow mm. and make those turn on again. Mm. That's interesting. Like I have, I have so many questions. Well, the one question actually is, and I know as we're, uh, we're very limited on time here, but I want to ask one more question. So some of these herbs that you were just mentioned, are they the same herbs as the man would take or like? They're no, different totally herbs? different. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the, yeah. So some of the herbs in this, they are like completely different than, you know, the men's ones for sure. Um, yeah. And it's, it's like five key herbs that, um, some people they use on a day-to-day basis, okay. you know, but even for example, like one of the ingredients is hops okay. and I chose of over 300 different types of hops. I very specifically chose the type for a few different detailed reasons. Okay, okay. Um, and so, you know, there's hops, there's blessed thistle, there's fenugreek, there's fennel. Um, if you look into any one of these ingredients, you'll see that there's like, there's way more benefits than just breast health. Like, mm-hmm. For some women, it's growing the hair. It's having soft skin. It's clearing acne. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's supporting better bowel movements. Like, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot more reasons to it than just the the boobs, the boob support. But um, yeah, like all of these herbs are often more often used for women. But about mm-hmm. half of them, men could use as well. You mm-hmm. know, and they and they do use it for different reasons. So that's amazing, man. I'm so like mind blown and excited right now. You have such a vast knowledge on so many things around herbs and putting the right things in your body. Right. And I'm like, I'm very fascinated with it. Like, I'm like, we could sit like on a three hour podcast and just like continuously dive deeper and deeper on a lot of these topics. Right. Because I feel like we just really touched the surface of a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. And each of these ones could have, you know, just be a conversation or a podcast all on its own. Um, but yeah, I just want to say, first of all, like, thank you so much for even jumping on, sharing some of these things that you just shared. Uh, Julian, so please let the people know where they can find you. And I'm going to put the details in the detail section of the podcast here before we wrap this up. So just, yeah, share where they can find you, social media and everything. Yeah, best place to find me, you know, you can find me on the Instagram at, at Jillian Wisborg. So J-I-L-L-I-A-N W-I-B. W-I-S-B-O-R-G. Um, so Jillian Wisborg on the Instagram or at Booby Grow, B-O-O-B-Y-G-R-O-W. Um, and then I also have my website, www.jillianwisborg.com that people can reach me at. And I have a YouTube channel, Jillian Wisborg, that you can find me on as well. Amazing. So guys, I'm going to have her details, Instagram, website, YouTube, and her yeah, two Instagram pages. All is going to be in the details section. So if you want to get a hold of her, you want to message her, feel free to reach out to her and ask any questions that you have. And yeah, I just want to say for, lastly, like, thank you so much for jumping on this. And I feel like I learned some things already myself. So yeah, thank you so Amazing. much for giving me some of yeah. your time, Jillian. Thank you so much, Mohammed. This has been so great to be here. I appreciate it. Awesome. And guys, as we wrap up this podcast right now, I want to share a couple of intentions for you. So one of the things and one of my intentions for you, like I always say, as you were listening to this podcast and 
you are enjoying it. I hope that you took something away from it and you are going to start implementing in your life. Or maybe one of the herbs that Jillian just mentioned, you got curious about it and you want to message her on Instagram and ask her for more details or even full throttle. It's one of her supplements, one of her products. If you're interested in it, I have taken it myself. And my intentions are for you to actually take action on what gets you curious and intrigued on this podcast. Lastly, my intention is for you to you know, start realizing that you are the creator of your life. You're not only the creation, but you're also the creator of your life and everything that happens, you're in charge. And just want to say, I'm so happy and grateful for all the listeners. I love you guys. And until the next time, stay in aware alpha.